Hello, and welcome to today's Next Sense Institute podcast. My name is Trudy Smith. I am the manager of continuing professional education at Next Sense Institute and your host for today's podcast. Continuing our theme and ongoing discussion about career opportunities for people with disability from people who have lived experience. And I'm just so delighted to have Theodore with us today. Theodore, could you please introduce yourself to our audience? Hi everyone, my name is Theodore Salakis. I'm in my third year of university. I'm studying French and linguistics at the University of Sydney. So I finished school in 2018. Um, at university, I'm the student representative for linguistics this year. And I've been involved in lots of activities um, within and external to university. Um, so for instance, I presented as during, as my, in my role as a student rep, I presented um, at two webinars hosted by the University of Glasgow about learning online. And I've also done other work. For instance, I am a um, freelance linguistic consultant at Polter Wynn. And I have also uh, done some testing for blindfold games for several years who make games for people with vision impairment. You sound like a busy man, Theodore. So you're sounding like all of the amazing things that you're doing. And we talked to you know, teenagers in particular about what did you want to do in high school? What was your plan or your dreams? What did you tell people when you were asked that question? Well, for a while, I wasn't very sure, but I studied three languages in high school, French, Italian and Latin. And in the HSC, I did the best in French by just one mark. And so I enjoyed studying languages and I thought that I'd like to do that at university. I also considered journalism, but decided not to after I'd spoken to a few journalists who didn't seem very optimistic about the way, the, the direction that journalism was going. But studying languages at in high school um, interested me in them. And that's why I chose to continue studying French and also study linguistics at university. Sure. Did you feel like there were any barriers to, to wanting to study linguistics and, and language? And did, how did you overcome those? I can't think of too many barriers I experienced. And I think that's a good thing. I think mm. that school really prepared me for university and I haven't had too many difficulties either in high school or university. Well, that's fantastic. That's great. <laughs> that's what we really want to hear. That's brilliant. So if you didn't get any barriers, what were the opportunities that people provided you? What were the supports that were put in place both at school and now at university to support your goals? So I think that I, uh, one of the biggest supports that I had was the great teachers that I've had at high school who really prepared me for academic success at university. They had high expectations of what I could achieve. And when people set the bar high, you have high expectations to meet. And I think that's a good thing because it really showed me what my potential could be. And having to do, having, having to meet those high expectations, I think really prepares you for university when there's less handholding and the expectations are even higher. And I think that I also had uh, good access to um, resources and learning materials in high school. I had ready access to textbooks in Braille and assistive technology, and that was um, all uh, done through the assistance of NextSense, who was at the time known as RIDVC. And um, so, and I think that having access to materials in Braille and the um, being taught how to use technology really prepares you for university where you're more independent and you need to do things like that. Um, you, you have to do things, I think, more quickly and you need to know those skills. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. So with your university course now, what other access is, is in place? So is NextSense continuing to support you with alternate format materials or how's that working? Um, NextSense doesn't support me anymore, but the university has a team which uh, prepares my readings in accessible formats and also helps me to access materials um, uh, through um, uh, the university websites are quite accessible, so I don't have many difficulties there, but they can help me if I ever run into any difficulties with accessing materials, like for research and that kind of thing. And um, I think that the technology training I had during my school days really prepared me for being able to do quite a lot myself independently. Sure. No, that's great. So... If you're thinking about other teenagers who are, you know, considering university and career, and career like you are, living your dreams, what advice would you give those teenagers, Theodore? Well, I would say you have to dream big. Um, you know best what you can do, and I think that there are there are blind people working in all manner of occupations, and so it's just a matter of trying to find if there's something that you're interested in. How do you go? What are the steps that you need to do to achieve that? which can be the specific skills that you, the, the things that you study at university, but also the other things like what kind of technology, assistive technology do I need to know how to use for the kind of thing I'm interested in? What kind of, um, uh, and how are people in those, blind people in those industries doing what they want to do? And I think that whatever field you choose that requires further study after high school, you need to be able to read quickly, you need to be able to write well, and you need to be able to use technology. And so I think that if you're a blind person, the best way to do that is to have a good knowledge of Braille because um, statistics show that blind people who know Braille have higher rates of employment. And I think that, um, especially at university, I find absorbing material in Braille much easier than through technology. And it also helps when proofreading your work. And so that's why I recommend that um, learning Braille is always a good thing. Being very good at it is will be helpful. Yep. Technology is also important. You need to be able to use technology. Um, uh, uh, inaccessible technology is always going to be a barrier in high school, university and the workforce, but knowing strategies to work around that and to use your technology to its maximum potential are always important. You need to be able to know how to make nice looking documents and that kind of thing. You need to be able to find information quickly and technology is becoming so, well, it always was relevant, but um, it really is becoming difficult to live and work without it. So I think you need to have very good assistive technology skills yeah, really good advice. Theodore, I think we're all wondering, if you are a language man and you're engaging in things like French and Latin, how does that work in Braille? So there are various ways of representing foreign languages in Braille. And um, it's uh, uh, when I was in high school, I, I chose languages that used the Latin alphabet because uh, it would require fewer modifications. There are different ways of representing languages that use other scripts in Braille, but I thought I'd just keep it easy for myself sticking to European languages. Yep. Um, and so I use a refreshable Braille display. I think that it's very hard to learn to write a language without it, especially French, which like English, um, the uh, pronunciation of a word doesn't give much clue to its spelling. Sure. And so I think that particularly if you want to learn languages and be able to write them, 
you really need to learn Braille for that. But there are definitely lots of other things that you need Braille for, especially like STEM things and um, things like that. Absolutely. And so what is the dream for you, Theodore? What's, what's your dream job after you finish university? Um, well, I'm not 100% sure yet. I really enjoy studying linguistics and French. And so I'd like to find a career that really uses one of those um, skill sets directly. Um, so, for instance, um, translation and interpreting is a big thing still, even with the rise of automated translation. But at the same time, um, working at, like in the language technology space also interests me doing those kinds of things. So, yes, I'm not 100% sure yet, but I'm glad I've chosen majors that have a variety of career possibilities. Absolutely. The possibilities are endless. Thank you so much. And we wish you every success, Theodore. I think you, you have too. the right attitude. And, um, yeah, we really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you. My pleasure.